Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Columbus is growing. Here at the Dispatch, we wanted to take a step back and look at what all this growth means. This program will explore the future of Columbus and Central Ohio. This is What's Next. We are back for another podcast on CBUS Next, where we are exploring the future of Columbus. My name is Michelle Everhart. I am the digital news editor here at the Dispatch. And this month, we are focusing all on education. Uh, it's a pretty cool topic to explore. This week, we're going to talk about uh, education as ter- in terms of training for the workforce and what um, different university and colleges are doing around here to get students prepared to get into the workforce and start making money and, and, and not have as much school debt, which everyone knows is a huge problem. And we will get to that later this month. Um, I am here with Jen Smola and Mary Mogan Edwards to talk about this um, and the programs around Central Ohio. Uh, Mary, can you tell us a little bit about what Columbus State Community College and PK Controls are doing? Yeah, it's one of several uh, of those types of collaborations that Columbus State is doing, and I, I think both the the school and the employers have reasons for for reaching out to each other to do this. Um, what's interesting is the companies like PK Controls that have these um, you might call them mid skilled jobs that that don't necessarily require bachelor's degrees, but require training beyond high school, these great jobs apparently are going unfilled and they really, the, the manager at, at PK that I talked to um, talked about employers are poaching from each other, sometimes they're sharing, they, they used to go from school to school to try and find prospects to come and, and train at their company and, and then they decided to work with Columbus State to, to kind of grow their own and so the curriculum at Columbus State is, is is uh, in this case, it's robotics and and doing the wiring, I guess, for robotics. So it's a, a sort of an electrical engineering field, but it's it, it's not quite a bachelor's that's required. But so there's a curriculum at Columbus State that's that's tailored to exactly what this company needs. And so the kids spend a couple days a week in class and a couple days a week at the company working. And so by the time they're done, they are totally ready to roll into this job and um, and in some cases, uh, not necessarily this program, but other pro- similar programs, there's sometimes the opportunity to to go on and get a bachelor's if, if you want to. Okay, so these, these students are graduating with an associate's degree, correct? Yes. Okay, how did this program come together? Um, again, I think in this case, it might have been PK that approached uh, Columbus State um, because they were having such trouble okay. uh, recruiting. Very good. What kind of salary do these students expect to make when they're done? Well, that was really impressive. Um, they were saying that um, depending on certain circumstances, these kids can can have a associate's degree and maybe a $50,000 salary at 19 with the prospect for, for more if they, if they stay with the company and move up. That's amazing. 
What what did you find makes community colleges more flexible to meet industry needs? Um, in part because you're dealing with associate's degrees, which of course take less time to acquire. Um, the programs can be can be modules. They can be designed like the PK program to to fit with um, a particular company's need. The they they use a lot of adjunct professors, so mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of tenured folks. So you know they, it, it's not great for the folks in the uh, for the uh, teaching staff, but um, it does give the community college this flexibility to bring on whatever teaching talent they need for a particular short-term program, and then they don't still have them. So they they can just they can change up faster. Okay, very interesting. What's the advantage of a community college for students? Obviously, it's a lot cheaper, mm-hmm. um, and, and again, there is this flexibility, this ability to do modules. To do, you're not part of a, uh, a preordained four-year program. You take what you can when you can, and um, the again, the the tuition is much lower, and generally, uh, things are available on more flexible schedules. So you can do it while you're working, and living your life. I mean, I know when I was in high school, they really pushed four-year degree, four-year degree. You have to go get a four-year degree if you want to have a career. And that seems to be that maybe they're pulling back a little well, bit on that. Yeah, there's, uh, there is still uh, – there's debate about that, mm-hmm. and there's still uh, uh, certainly a pretty strong belief out there that uh, the goal for everyone is to, to go to college, meaning a four-year degree. But I think probably in the last, I don't know, 10 years um, – there's just been i think we've gotten a lot smarter i i think it's a good thing that there's a recognition that there are so many other alternatives out there and um community colleges are one of them certificate programs are another and of course there's a lot of the um 2 plus 2 kind of programs mm-hmm. where you start at a community college go for 2 years get an associate's degree and then in some cases you have an automatic acceptance to uh, a four-year college to finish out a bachelor's degree. You save a lot of money, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and it's also uh, easier, obviously. There's, there's open admission to the community colleges, so some kids who maybe didn't have quite the uh, academic record in high school that they needed, um, it really gives you a chance to, to start over uh, and, and start getting serious about your education. It seems to so get. Many, go sorry, ahead. No. There are so many students too who are taking advantage of the college community college courses in high school, um, like we mentioned through college credit mm-hmm. plus, right? Um, so they're working away at, at those college credits before they've even graduated from high school. So they're already kind of positioned in a good spot. Jen, can you explain that program a little bit? Um, yeah, my understanding of it is is you are able to um, while you're in high school take some college courses um, through community colleges and kind of get some of those general requirements out of the way um, and kind of you know, better position yourself so that when you're, when you graduate high school, maybe you've already taken that freshman English class. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to, you can maybe finish a a four-year degree or whatever type of program you're after um, in a quicker amount of time. It has really caught on. Uh, it's been gangbusters the first couple of years. I've lost track of how many years now, I think we might be in the third year of college credit plus. And, um, the numbers were huge and, and there's some controversy about it. There's some, disagreement as to whether uh the academics are the same mm-hmm. and as and definitely the you know the college experience isn't the same and it's kind of interesting there's also backlash from at the four year schools from the the folks who teach 
freshman English and biology 101, and so, you know, they, they sort of take exception to get this stuff out of the way, and, and then you can start your real education. <laughs> right. they, they maintain that these are fundamental building blocks, and you should have um, a full college experience to go with them, but there's no doubt that it's, it's been very popular, and it has saved people a lot of money. Right, because the students aren't paying for that when they're in high school, correct? correct? That's, yeah, that would definitely be an advantage yeah. for a lot of families, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen, you, you uh, wrote a little bit about the point at Otterbein University in Westerville. Can you tell us what that program is? Yeah, um, you know, we talked about community colleges and, and their efforts to sort of better train um, for the workforce and get students trained for available jobs. And um, that's not something that's happening only at community colleges, but at four-year liberal arts colleges, they're kind of keeping that in mind as well. And that's sort of what's happening at Otterbein and, and with their new facility, which they call The Point. Um, it kind of came about because they needed space when they um, launched their engineering program about three years ago. Um, and they kind of turned it into um, a, a space where they invited um, other companies um, in the community to come in and rent space um, and as part of that um, lease for them to come in and use the space they had to be providing Otterbein students with opportunities maybe it was an internship or some sort of year-long or semester-long in-depth project so that these students can be working um, hands-on alongside these companies um, seeing what what these companies need, um, what they would maybe need um, when they enter the workforce and kind of gaining that experience. Um, so I know Nestle had rented some space there, um, and so students were working um, with Nestle, and there are some other startups, and it's meant to kind of be, a, I believe, sort of a an ebb and flow. There'll be different companies moving in and out, um, and so students can kind of get that workforce training and experience while still getting their liberal arts education, but kind of... Um, getting some other experience through the point as well. And they've also opened it up to the community as kind of a makerspace type of setting. So um, people in the community can come in and use the wood shop or the, the metal works area and things like that. So they're kind of trying to make it an all-encompassing community type center. Wow. I'm sure. Does it help the students maybe get a foot in the door with some of these companies too? Yeah, absolutely. It's just forging those connections, um, which we all know how important those are and trying to get a job after college. Um, So getting that, not only that experience to put on your resume, but getting those names, getting to know people, getting, um, having them get to know you. Um, So yeah. I find myself incredibly envious of uh, (laughs) these kids while I'm, while I'm doing these stories. Uh, I, I just, I, it, it really does seem that if you are a motivated uh, a young person who wants to do this, there are really opportunities out there to, to, that just really kind of lay a path for you to a job and a career. Absolutely. I feel like I didn't take an advantage enough of that kind of stuff when I was in high school and college, and now I'm already thinking about, like, my nine-year-old, like, okay, we need to start planning. What what kind of courses are you exactly. going to take, and what what are we going to look at? So, I mean, we're saving now for both of my kids' college, but what we're saving, I know, may not cover whatever college uh, they choose and want to go to, and whatever we can do to cut the cost down and help them and help us is my goal. My plan for my kids basically was, let's see what happens. And I really can't recommend that as a plan, <laughs> but, um, but there really are, you know, the, all of these, these workforce things um, really do uh, make it give you a better shot at having a, uh, to know what you're doing when you graduate. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, You can check out all the stories at cbusnext.com. You can give us feedback there, and you can also use the hashtag CBusNext. Thanks so much, and we'll talk next week. 
just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.